What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire. Back with you guys here on what has become a strange week in the world of sports. Uh, obviously, I mean, let's face it, we, we've all seen what's going on. I don't think we're breaking any news <laughs> in terms of uh, what's what's going on in the world of sports. Everything has basically been shut down for the time being. It is just absolutely crazy how the coronavirus, and of course we touched on it yesterday, but this was before things really uh, sped up in terms of, you know, a couple other leagues decided to suspend operations for the time being. Uh, the The biggest event that we've now lost is the NCAA tournament. Look, I'm I'm sure a lot of you listeners out there are as well. I, for one, am a huge college basketball fan, a huge fan of the NCAA tournament. I've made it known that I do bracket work in addition to uh, this football stuff, so I compare myself to Joe Lenardi. It is crazy to think now that all of a sudden there is now no tournament to project because the NCAA came out and they canceled both the men's and the women's NCAA basketball terms. Not just those tournaments, but just uh, they've actually canceled every sport, or I should say every championship in both winter and spring. So that even means no College World Series and no women's College World Series in baseball and softball, uh, no track and field, nothing. It's all gone. And it's because of the threat of the spread of the coronavirus. And Thursday night, the Panthers became the latest team, or one of the latest teams, to put out a statement regarding uh, limiting travel and their work preparedness in regards to the coronavirus. I'll read the statement for you guys now. Uh, This is an update from Tepper Sports and Entertainment about work preparations. Quote, Tepper Sports and Entertainment understands and appreciates the concerns and questions around COVID-19 preparedness and considers the health and safety of our patrons, performers, and staff our highest priority. Outside of a few exceptions, we have instructed our staff to work from home. We have limited travel for Panthers coaches and scouts until further notice and will continue to prepare for the upcoming league year. TSC We'll continue to closely monitor developments and remain in contact with local health officials, unquote. We even saw there was also uh, the Bank of America Stadium was supposed to host the uh, Mexican national team for a soccer match. That was supposed to be March 26th against the Czech Republic as part of their Mex tour match, but that has been canceled. Um... They also had a another match scheduled in Arlington, Texas, March 29th 18, at AT&T Stadium against Greece. But, of course, that's out as well. Uh, they said tickets for these events that were purchased on, seat, on Ticketmaster and SeatGeek will be automatically refunded. So, I mean, if you, you're listening out there and you did happen to buy a ticket for this match uh, against the Czech Republic, it will be automatically refunded. Uh, reimbursed again if it was from Ticketmaster or SeatGeek. The tickets that were focused at local shops and at other points of sale will be reimbursed at the point of purchase. 
uh, the match against Columbia in Denver for May 30th is continued to be planned, though, for Mexico. Because hopefully by May, all this stuff starts to settle down. But you, you're really starting to see the effects of uh, the coronavirus, again, in all sports, but also in the NFL as well. As Again, the Panthers are just one of what has become numerous teams now that have either limited travel to their scouts and coaches or even in, say, the case of the Philadelphia Eagles, they have completely shut down their training facility. They shut down uh, the NovaCare Complex. I think the Falcons did so as well to really clean the facility, if I remember the tweet right. So all these teams are just taking uh, just extra precaution with the, with the spread of the coronavirus. And, you know, again, in, in terms of the sports world, obviously this is something that is much bigger than sports you know and that's the reason why all these events are either getting canceled or postponed it just feels weird to not have sports that's the thing like I, obviously a lot of people use sports as kind of a a way to get away from their daily routine or some of their problems whatever the case may be it, it's kind of their um their way out of the real world so to speak, for a short time. So to not have sports for for a select period, it will say at least a month. You know, the NBA has already come out and said it's going to be at least 30 days. NHL might be about the same time. So I wouldn't expect a lot of the sports schedule to really pick back up until at least the middle of April, until we find a way to slow this spread and hopefully find some kind of vaccine. I know it's probably not going to be this quick. I understand it's probably going to be some time, but hopefully we can at least slow the spread a little bit and and then hopefully in a couple months we can all kind of get back to our daily routines. But, you know, for the time being, you know, we just got to, like I said, take care of ourselves and, you know, just find some things to pass the time, whether it's work or, you know, I'm going to try to, I've already reached out to, find some more uh, books and references, things like that to, to pass the time. So it's, uh, we'll get through it. You know, it's like I said, it's going to be weird with really no sports at all, but you know, that's what YouTube's for too. I guess we could watch classic highlights there. Uh, you know, if you have game pass, obviously you can go back and watch some of these games. So we've obviously gotten through a lot worse, but um, it's, it's a crazy time. I don't think the sports world and really really the world as a whole, I should say, I don't think has really been it's hard to think of too many times that the world has been kind of rocked, I should say. And I don't want to get too political, but it feels like there haven't been too many events that have uh, really kind of reset the world, I guess we can say, you know, you know, shutting down the sports world and um, people just really taking more concern for themselves, I think, since 9-11. You know, not, obviously, the whole sports world really shut down after 9-11 as well, and I can't recall a time. Now, granted, I was only, I was only 10 years old when 9-11 hit so I still have I obviously I remember where I was that day 
And, you know, I still remember kind of the the NFL being shut down for a week and everything getting pushed back. Um, but we've never seen anything like this. You know, the NBA, like the NBA being postponed for a month and NHL, we don't know when that's going to be back. So this is... This is definitely one of the more interesting times, uh, not not just in this country, but certainly in the world. Because I mean, obviously, this is a, a global outbreak. You know, you're seeing events in Europe, you know, all all throughout Europe as well too. And then, of course, the next concern is the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. What's going to happen with those? So, a lot of you know, understandably, a lot of worry. But again, hopefully, this will slow down a little bit and in a couple months like i said hopefully we'll get back to almost being back on track like i said i i get it's going to be probably a, quite a few months maybe that uh we get some kind of vaccine but again as long as we take care of ourselves then i think we should be just fine so let's put that in the past for now let's have some happy thoughts let's talk a little bit about football let's talk about another mock draft uh this time around you know we're going back to the draft network and our buddy kyle Krabs. but instead of just a normal mock draft what he thinks is going to happen this was kyle Krabs's what would i do nfl mock draft 1.0 and he did a two-round mock draft so let's look at his mock draft and see what kyle Krabs would do if he were uh marty herney well first we'll set the stage and go through his first six picks just so you can just so you guys get a sense of who was off the board and he does have joe burrow going to the bengals uh chase young to the redskins Tua to the Lions. so again this is what kyle would do as gm so he would he would pick Tua tongo vailoa for the detroit lions at number three then jedrick wills to the giants at four and then he's got a trade-in. He has the Browns moving up to number 5, trading picks 5, 141, and 154 to the Dolphins for picks 10 and 41. And uh, he has the Browns selecting Makai Becton. And that would also give the, the Dolphins, if they were to make that trade, uh, I believe that would then be seven of the top 70 picks and i think we kind of touched on this before so uh so he's makai becton to the browns at five then tristan worse at six and then a trade at seven so there you go he does not have the panthers picking at seven he has them dropping back uh a couple of spots dropping two spots to number nine and picking up the 73rd overall pick from the jaguars and the jaguars select jeffrey okuda which I find interesting. I think if I'm the Panthers in this situation and Okuda's on the board, I'm pulling the trigger on Okuda because you're going to need that corner. And Okuda is probably the second safest prospect in this draft class behind Chase Young. But I can understand the move. And when we scroll through, we'll see how it turns out because then actually... Uh, he has the Cardinals taking CeeDee Lamb at number 8, and then the Panthers trading back again as he has the Raiders moving up to number 9 to select Isaiah Simmons, receiving picks 9 and 113 for picks 12 
81 and 91. So now the Panthers, uh, at least in Kyle Krabs' mind, gain a couple of extra picks in here. Now, this again, this is only a two-round mock, so he doesn't actually make these picks. But theoretically, with this mock, you're now talking the Panthers are sitting at number 12 in the first round, and now they've got you know, their second-round pick at number uh, 38. And now they've picked up uh, a couple of extra third-round picks. So in this case, they'd be sitting with picks uh, 69, 73, 81, and 91. So now all of a sudden, you're talking six of the top 100 picks, you know, six picks in the first three rounds. So, again, I've, I've said before, I, I have gone on record saying I would be on board with the Panthers dropping back and getting a guy like Javon Kinlaw, but if Jeffrey Okuda happens to fall there at 7, then I, you have to strongly consider just taking Okuda there at 7. So then we go through, so then uh, the Dolphins, Justin Herbert at 10, Andrew Thomas to the Jets at 11, and then he does have the Panthers picking at 12, and uh, sure enough, Derek Brown falls to them at number 12. So that would still be a good scenario, I, I have to admit. You drop back, you get a guy that I think, let's face it, the Panthers are probably... He probably has to be really high on the Panthers' draft board at this point. So you, you effectively drop five spots through two trades, and you pick up uh, three extra three extra picks in the third round. Not a bad scenario as in that, or not a bad scenario at all, I must say. So again, that's that's kind of the 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 cost you you wonder, you know, the pros and cons between do you sit at seven and take Okuda if he's there, or do you try to make these moves to drop back and get these extra picks? And then, uh, so that's the only pick they have in the first round. And then we scroll through into round two. And again, none of these trades ended up getting a, a second round pick, so we only have the one pick on the board. And he has the Panthers selecting... A.J. Terrell, the corner out of Clemson. He says, the board wasn't kind to Carolina here, but A.J. Terrell reaffirmed himself as a strong pro prospect with a good combine and good tape, minus the LSU game. He's probably referring to, you know, for example, Trayvon Diggs went uh, the pick before at the cornerback position. We look uh, late first round. Guys like uh, guys like Noah Abinon. Gini, however you say his name, uh, the corner from Auburn off the board, Grant Delpit off the board, uh, and then some of these other edge guys and interior guys. But you know we've we've talked about AJ, or, uh, AJ Terrell before. Not a bad pick, definitely a real good player. Uh, one of as as we talked about, all the Clemson guys in that defensive backfield are very good. So don't think it would. I don't think Panthers fans would be too upset. I mean, I'm sure some will, but uh, generally I don't think they'd be too upset if they come away with a guy like A.J. Terrell. So that's that's something else they'd probably have to consider. You know, do they think they can get a solid cornerback in round two uh, if they decide to, to trade back? And, you know, with the multitude of picks, you know, like in this case, they sat at number 38 in this mock, but 
Now you have extra ammo that maybe you move up a little bit in round two if there's somebody that you that you really like. You know, now you have in this, you know, hypothetical situation, you have four picks now in the third round. So if you're sitting in that situation and, you know, guys are falling maybe late first round, early second round, do you package a couple of those third round picks to move up and get somebody there? That's that's the question you got to think about. But I definitely uh, definitely do like the way th the things played out for for Kyle's mock. Again, this is if he was if he was sitting as the GM of all the teams. So they trade back, get Derek Brown, and then and then get uh, AJ Terrell in the second round. So of course you can check out the Draft Network for his full mock draft. Again, it's a two round mock draft, so you can go in see all his picks and his thoughts behind all the picks. It's Kyle's What Would You Do Mock Draft 1.0 over at the Draft Network. So with that, I think that's kind of a, a good note to end on, on what's been, like I said, a, a crazy week uh, all throughout the sports world. So again, everybody just stay safe, take care of yourselves. Um, and thanks as always for tuning in. As always, appreciate the support. And uh, hope you guys have yourselves a good weekend. We'll be back on Monday. And by Monday, we'll see whether or not free agency is still on for that week. We should also have some news on the, uh, the CBA. Because I believe this weekend, I think Saturday night, Saturday night or Sunday night, is the deadline for the players to vote on the CBA. So hopefully by Monday when we come back, we will know whether we have a new CBA or not. So certainly some, some stuff to look forward to. Uh, otherwise, have yourselves a good weekend. Thanks for stopping by, and we will see you Monday right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends.